Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, Kirk. How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm great. Wonderful. Great. Yes, we're back. We are. But we are. we're not back back <laughs> because we're in a different spot. We're at my house. A little change of venue. A yeah. little bit. Um, we thought it might work a little better for Kirk to come down our um, my way because of the traffic, but it turns out the traffic was yeah. just as bad. Um, tourist season. It is tourist <laughs> season. You can't... Uh, tourist season on the North Coast. Why do they call it tourist season if you can't shoot them? <laughs> I saw that on a t-shirt and yeah. I thought it was oh, funny. No, so. I've seen that one. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that might be why we sound a, a, a little bit different. It's a bigger space, a little more echo. There's uh, the, the highway right behind us, so you're probably hearing cars pass by as well. But, um, you know, we're not in a studio. Well, what so. do you got, Alan, though? You got a little something new over there. Oh, yeah. I got my new mic. It's uh, ridiculous. I, we're got, I got a little mic envy over here. Oh, well, you know, you're just going to have to get one. <laughs> I'm going um, to have to. You should, uh, you should post a picture of it on, on our Instagram so that we can see how silly it looks. It's pretty know, it silly. Looks, it looks legit. The, compared to the rest of our <laughs> janky setup. That's not as janky. We're getting less no, janky. Looks totally we should legit. we should at least keep the tape when all is said is done so we, we can still keep Just you know fun. go back to our roots, you know, keep the janky <laughs> nature going on. Um uh, speaking of our Instagram, never heard pod yes, on Instagram. There's like what, 24 of you now following 25, us? I 25. Woo woo. Yeah. My mom started it all. Yeah, she did. Yeah. It's uh it's fun. So fun. I, I guess yes. I don't have Instagram, so I don't see it. So I'm, assume, oh, I'm assuming. The no, the podcast <laughs> is fun, of course. Um, yeah. So uh, what, what, you, what you got over there, Kirk? What are you drinking? I have now a full sale Bohemian Pilsner. A full bo- sale out of. Uh, I just said it again. Hood River. Yeah. 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 Nice. I'm rocking the Rogue Dreamland American Lager there. They're out of Newport, Oregon. We're drinking a lot of Oregon beers on this podcast. We might have to branch out one of these days. I'm but pretty uh, sure we've always drank. Like exclusively Oregon, Oregon beers? beers? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you live in the Northwest, you, you got to drink the the fruit of the land. Yes. Is that a saying? Sure. Why not? Sure. Sounds right. I don't know. Well, we're, we're <laughs> obviously not here to talk about beer because I can't talk about it. Well, um, but we're, we want to talk about... Uh, we're, we're here to talk about music, Kirk. We are, but before we do, shouldn't we mention our good friend Ben? Oh, we should. Yes, we should. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. I almost forgot to call out Ben. Uh, I told Ben, who works for Public Coast Brewing, Hi, that I was going to drink some of their beer on the podcast the next time we recorded. And I, I had every intention of doing so, got some of their beer, 
but then I was really excited about it and uh, had a fire on the beach and I, I drank it all there. So did not share it with me. Didn't share it did with not, Kirk. Did didn't not. even invite him. <laughs> didn't even invite didn't even invite Man. him to the fire. Yeah, we don't but, hang you know, we do a podcast together and that's it. Yeah, we we've stopped hanging out <laughs> now that we do this <laughs> podcast together. I realized that the other day. We stopped hanging out. No, it's a weird year. It is a weird year. Um, anyway, sorry, Ben. I wanted to call out Public Coast Brewing anyway. So uh, they make really good beer. If you're yeah. in, if you're finally in Cannon Beach or in the region, and you can find it in a grocery check store, them out. you finally yeah, had. I finally had their uh, their seltzer, their hard seltzer. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's I pretty like tasty. It. Um, if you are listening and telling your friends about us, thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah, the uh, the shout outs. Um, we appreciate rates and reviews as well. It's a pretty cliche thing to say, but it really does help out, and um, and we appreciate your efforts in getting the word out. I check the uh, anchor says estimated listenership uh, pretty religiously, and uh, it's. It's hovering around a mean, you know, 28 to 30 people, which is awesome. It's far uh, more than I expected. So we have someone now in Germany. Yeah, Germany and Scotland. Guten Tag. How are you going to (laughs) do something like that every time? (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. My older brother really appreciated your jolly old Ireland comment (laughs) last time. So um, anyway, yeah, um, who knows how they're finding us, but they are. That's so cool. It's so cool. Now we're here oh, that's to right. talk music. about yeah. music. That's love, what the I people want. That's what the people want. They don't want to hear us go through the business end of the podcast. They yeah, want they to do. know what what uh, what we're going to talk about today. All right. Well, what are you listening to there, Alan? I've been listening to uh, No Shocker because I spoiled it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> when We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Yes, ah, I've never heard of that. You've never heard this? I never have. Are you sure? I mean, I've heard of Billie Eilish. I think you'd have to live under a rock not to. It's true. I mean, the album only came out last year. So not only does that make it the most recent album we've talked about on the podcast, but Billie Eilish is also the youngest person we've talked about on the podcast and probably will remain so. I mean, she's only 18. Um, She was born in December of 2001, so... So yeah crazy. yeah eighth grade eighth wow. grade for me it was what um you like turned 30 that year <laughs> almost no yeah, I, don't, I don't remember anymore well that's okay i just know it was a long time ago it was quite a while ago for all of us for <laughs> all of us um anyway uh billy eilish is the daughter of maggie baird and patrick o'connell those names aren't um they're not you know important she just uh she's so young that she doesn't have a lot of biographical information on her uh on her wikipedia page so i d- i wrote it down just you know like when you pad your papers in um in school to to <laughs> get the word count um she gained some attention in 2015 for a song she released on soundcloud called ocean eyes uh that she released an ep called don't smile at me turns out that was kind of a sleeper hit I uh, got top 15 in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Uh, as I said, this album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Uh, it was released last March, March 29th of 2019. She co-wrote it with her brother, Phineas, who also produced it. 
out of his bedroom in Los Angeles, which was shocking to me because yes. the production value on this album is fantastic. Yeah, I saw that. And, that was um, crazy. Out of his bedroom. That's just nuts to me. That's awesome. Um, so genres on this album kind of run the gamut from pop, electro pop, avant pop, art pop, a lot of pop. <laughs> um, themes are uh, modern youth, drug addiction, suicide, mental health. Uh, the lyrics have a little bit of humor, a little bit of horror, of the horror being inspired by some lucid dreaming and night terrors. It was an incredible critical success. Uh, Billy is the youngest person ever in one year to win the four main Grammy categories, uh, Best New Artist, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year. And her brother Phineas also won uh, Producer of the Year, and he is also the youngest person to do so at the age of, well, last year he would have been 22. So impressive. that's so impressive. Yeah, um, so let's uh, let's get into it. Let's get started. Let's. This first track, um, we're going to talk about it beforehand because there's not enough time in the actual track to talk about it. It's only 13 seconds long and it's just talking. Um, it's just just her in the studio saying that she's taking out her Invisalign. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I have taken out my Invisalign. I have taken out my Invisalign, and this is the album. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's it. That's uh, that's the whole track. Um, I actually really laughed uh, pretty hard the first time I heard it. Um, I think it's just kind of, you know, she's she's got this aesthetic of being kind of creepy, weird, but she seems pretty playful, too. Um, She's got some pretty strong feelings about Invisalign, uh, like strong feelings. Also, by the way, uh, this is going to have some strong language. So if that's not your jam, why are you listening to the podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially uh, since my co-host is Kirk. And oh, he's fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he said. Yeah. Um, so Billie Eilish has frequently spoken of her own Invisalign. She said in a 2018 Instagram post, tell Invisalign to go fuck itself. I hate that shit. (laughs) Um, In an interview for The Fader, she mentioned them once again. She said, mom, where's my teeth? Dude, the day I got my Invisaligns, I had a Chanel fitting and then I had Takis and I wanted to eat them so bad, but I couldn't. I just licked them trash. And then the interviewer (laughs) continued by saying, you will become intimately acquainted with Invisalign if you spend enough time with Billy, strong feelings, man. Strong enough Sounds to put like him. It. Strong enough to put him uh, at the very beginning of the album. But uh, Kirk, let's get into some some actual so music. This is track number two, "Bad Guy," fifth single. I think we've all heard this one. Make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad 
Sassy girl. Um, I gotta admit it. I love this song. Even though it was like you couldn't escape it last year. You know, I have, I, I have, I think, heard parts of this in passing, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know I, it does sound familiar, so I think I, somewhere. Yeah. Have. I mean, it's it's a good tune. And uh, the thing that I'm noticing in, in my research is that she she doesn't just write these songs to put them out and to get them noticed and to to make lots of money or whatever like these are really well thought out songs she just makes them accessible to people so this song uh you know she's she said it's about people sounding fake when they brag about being quote unquote bad um no one who does that is like bad like she and she said i know this because i've done that and i'm not like i'm not a badass (laughs) so um you know it's it's just a really fun song but you know she's she's able to make fun of herself and make fun of other people who have done that uh this is the song that won song of the year and record of the year uh and she has said she has always known that it's gonna be the opener to the album I, I enjoyed this song. It um, it's got a cool little outro, right which here. I think starts there. It is, yeah, kind of a little drop and mm-hmm. kind of changes the sound. I like that. I did like that. The only thing I had in my notes was, uh, especially in this song, I know is where I noticed it, where she does a little of that mumble rap. Yeah, that kind of mumble, which I cannot stand. Not everybody's style. That's not my style. It's kind of the new. I feel like it's kind of the new thing. Um, but I will say I was happy to find out that she really doesn't do that a lot. So. Yeah. There's a there's a remix of this song that she did with Justin Bieber, and the remix sucks. Oh no. But if you want to hear a good cover of it, ska punk band The Interrupters do a cover of it, and it's pretty fantastic. Hmm. I dig it. Um, shall we move on? We shall. Track number three is called Zanny. What is it about them? I must be missing something They just keep doing nothing Too intoxicated to be scared Better off without them They're nothing more than staples Bring ashtrays to the table And that's about the only I'm in a second-hand smoke Still just drinking canned coke I don't need a Zanny to feel better I think uh, this was a really smart follow-up to bad guy um and it's simply because of what the song is about um she you know she's questioning irresponsible drug use she's got a, a story you know about the song where she's she's at a party with her friends and um she's just seeing them drink and then throw up and then drink some more and then throw up some more and it's just the, repeating the cycle and you know doing drugs and she's like is this normal like is this 
like <laughs> what's going on you know so to have the song before this say like i'm a bad guy and then to follow it up with this just shows her you know her true nature and i think that is also part of what you know makes these songs really well thought out um she's got an incredible knack for songwriting and being really introspective and and translating that into her lyrics um what's some something that i thought was really cool that her and her brother both have said is that the verses in this song are what smoke looks like and the choruses are what it feels like so when you inhale it and i just i thought that was a really cool <laughs> illustration and it, it translates really well in the music um I just it's such a good song <laughs> yeah i enjoyed this song uh i kind of got a little almost a little bjork vibe yeah okay from... yeah i could see I, n I never put that together but i could definitely see yeah, that yeah absolutely I, I enjoy boy bjork <laughs> if i can get that out uh so yeah so yeah i enjoyed it this song yeah for sure well there's there's no more to say about it i think <laughs> um it's it's good <laughs> so yeah. let's move on to track number four you should see me in a crown it is the first single from the album so good yeah. it's uh, it's amazing <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like weird music uh-huh and this album really has a lot of weird it does it. it's got it's got a lot of weird uh i would maybe want just a little more but that's just me. yeah you know that's just but no this this song kind of and it's got a little of that going you know a little soft and then it's mm -hmm. got a little bit of that drop i know you yeah, love the so soft I, the loud the soft the loud sure Kirk. Do. it's one of your favorite sure things do. you know the uh the title and this song are inspired by sherlock oh did you ever watch sherlock no I uh it's pretty amazing i really really like sherlock uh especially um I, I almost said adam scott he's from parks and rec i have forgotten the name of the guy who plays moriarty but he's fantastic and so he's got a quote in one of the episodes where he says in a world of locked rooms the man with the key is king and honey you should see me in a crown like he says it exactly <laughs> like that it's just so sassy <laughs> it's it's amazing um billy eilish when they when Billie Eilish and her brother saw that episode, they said, that is jiggy as fuck. And they wanted to put it in a song. Um, the song... Kids are saying jiggy again? I guess. Oh, man. Welcome back, right. Will Smith. Bringing it back. You got a victory after what Jada yes. did to you. Um, so this is one of many conflicting views about herself. She's got a song from her EP, Don't Smile at Me, called I Don't Want to Be You Anymore. So that's more like depression and self-hate. And You Should See Me in a Crown is a real ego boost. So, I mean. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't like drops a lot of the time. I don't like, oh. I don't like dubstep. 
Oh, but I this, know. like, <laughs> this song sounds so good in headphones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's let's keep her on. Keep keep, keep on going. moving. Keep All trucking. Right. Track number five is the sixth single. It's called "All the Good Girls Go to Hell." My love so far is lonely. Standing there, killing time. Can't commit to anything but a quick leader's on vacation. Animals, evidence, pearly gates look more like a picky fence. Once you get inside, I've got friends but can't invite them. Who's born in California? My turn to ignore ya. Don't say I didn't want ya. All the good girls go to hell. Cause even got herself. You know what this song's about, Kirk? <laughs> All the good girls go to hell? Uh, kinda. It's it's about climate change. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Phineas uh, confirmed it in an interview. He said, I read somewhere that fans think that All the Good Girls Go to Hell is about climate change. I love that they think that. I was like, that's because it is. <laughs> um, this song is giving me some real uh, like TLC vibes. Like, wow. like 90s hip hop, <laughs> almost. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah kind of like, you know, just the bass, especially the bass line, especially. It's just very, uh, I don't know. I'm sure. kind of like waterfalls or something. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that blast. weird? Because if it is, it would fit right in with this entire album. Just saying. It would, actually. I like this song, but it is. It's it's not a, a standout track to me. It's just kind of a. I would a, I would say exactly the same thing. Like yeah. I, I enjoy it for sure, but yeah, it's not. In fact, I didn't even have a note on it. Yeah. But fair enough. But I didn't have a note that said like I hate this song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. I enjoy it. Well, uh, let's let's uh, let's do one more track before we go to break. Let's right. uh, let's move on to track number six. Wish you were gay. It's the. Uh, This song very nearly made me avoid Billie Eilish forever. Really? Yeah, so I use ultimateguitar.com. 
um, and on oh, the absolutely app, yes. on, yeah. on the app they've got this thing called shots and so it's basically you just filming yourself playing a song for 30 seconds okay. um, and you can do your own music but mostly people are doing covers and it'll always tell you on like the thumbnail what the song is who the artist is this song because it's so guitar based was done by so many people and it just annoyed me that well, I'm scrolling through trying to see new ones and all I'm seeing is wish you were gay, wish you were gay, wish you were gay, wish you were gay. And I was like, ah, I just don't know about this Billie Eilish girl. She, she it's not her fault. I just don't want to, I don't want to listen to her now. But um, I don't remember if it was uh, my wife or if it was a good friend of ours who was like, hey, check out this weird music video. And we watched the music video for Bad Guy and I'm like, ah, she's actually not too bad. She's actually not too bad. So um, I'm really glad that those millions of people playing her songs didn't didn't uh, ruin it for me because I really I really like her. You know, I just remembered you talked about the uh, the music video for Bad Guy. Uh-huh. Uh, that reminds me of where I heard that song in passing. Where'd you hear? It was, there is a Facebook page uh, of a, <laughs> a guy who has a cat called Owl Kitty. And he must have a nice setup because he takes the cat and photoshops it into movies and music videos. Oh, you told me about it before. Yeah. yeah. And so he does one with that video. Oh, that's funny. And yeah. so I love it. Um, I love the story behind this song. She got rejected by a guy that she liked and uh, thought that he didn't like her because she was a shitty person and she wanted another reason. Like like he's gay and that's why he doesn't like her and then it turns out that he was oh, <laughs> so <laughs> you know irony love it yeah um, i said i i really like the i like the beat in this I yeah like the, that that in the background i like that mm -hmm. yeah. it's again produced in a bedroom yeah it's insane <laughs> it's insane it's like Come on, Kirk. What? what are you doing? <laughs> I guess we're producing a podcast, a podcast in so our living something. room. <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's something. Uh, you know, we should. Uh, we should. Oh, you did should. mention a break, didn't you? I sure did. Let's go to break. Let's. We'll, we'll see you after these fine words. All right, we're back. We're back. It's a good break. Got a new beer. Yeah. Uh -huh. Drinking the uh, Oregon Sun from Brewery 26. Uh, but we're not going to go too much into that because we're not talking about <laughs> beer. I'm the one forgetting this time. All right. All right. Track number seven oh. is When the Party's Over. It was the second single from the album. I really like when a song can be really minimal 
and still be really powerful. Uh, this song is gorgeous. Yeah, I had my notes. I just had pretty. Yeah. <laughs> very pretty song. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, Billie Eilish has said it's not a sad song. Uh, it's more of an angry mood. Um, it was... Uh, it was written uh, after a disagreement, argument with uh, someone she was dating, um, and she was just putting some distance between them. And uh, yeah, so it's more of an angry mood, not a sad mood, but it's very pretty. It is, yeah. She's got an incredible range. Um, she sings very low, she sings very high, and she does it strongly either way. So I think that's one thing, and that's something we touch on uh, so i like her voice i think is yeah you know that's a, a big deal for me you know mm-hmm. if, I, if i don't like a singer's voice like that's kind of a deal breaker so, yeah 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 me too i know uh i know you didn't like I eva hendrix i wasn't gonna bring it up <laughs> <laughs> oh we know oh we know <laughs> let's uh let's move on yes. track number eight is called Nine. Just kidding. It's called eight. I was gonna say, wait, which one? It's called it's called eight. The number eight. Speaking of weird, speaking of <laughs> voices, <laughs> I love the effect you on her voice at the beginning. You didn't like it? Well, okay. So I had a little thing to talk about journeys, you know, because I, like we've talked about, you know, the first time I listened to it versus, you know, three, four listens later. And the first time I listened to this, uh, when I heard that intro with that weird effect that made her sound like a little kid... I was like, oh no. <laughs> like I don't I don't like this. No. But then but Is then, the whole song exactly, gonna be exactly. Like this? But then it's not. It's not. And I have to say, after a few listens, I'm still not big on the that effect, but I fucking love this song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do. This song was almost filler for me but it is just weird enough to keep me on board I, I there's something about it i i think maybe it's part of the like that the uh what is it a little mandolin in the back or, or yeah i think it's i think it's a ukulele ukulele that's yeah, yeah. what i was looking for yeah uh i don't know yeah. yeah i you know after i listened to it a few times i i started to really dig it yeah yeah it's a good song um so she hurt her lover and the only way for her to deal with it was to write from their perspective. So everyone uh, says she's got a quote. She says, when people hear that song, they're like, oh, poor baby Billy. She's so hurt. Uh, but really, I was just a dickhead for a minute. <laughs> and the only way I could deal with it was to stop and put myself in that person's place. Yeah, how, 
How nice of her. I guess. Yeah. She seems like a, like, I mean, everyone says this about celebrities, but like, she seems so cool. Like, I'd love to hang out with her, but like, she seems like a genuinely like awesome person. she might person. actually be. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, hey, song's over. Let's move on. Uh, my Strange Addiction, track number nine. I haven't done that dance since my wife died. There's a whole crowd of people out there who need to learn how to do the scar. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know. Learn my lesson. Wait till I'm cool. To be talking to you, but I don't know. Should have taken a break on an Oxford comma. Take what I want when I want it. And I want you. Bad, bad news. One of us is gonna lose. I'm a powder, you're the fuse. Just add some friction. So, speaking of strange addictions, um, you notice the, the samples from The Office. Um, Billie Eilish is a huge Office fan. Huge. The first time I listened to this, it was funny because I was only, you know, like I said, like the first time I listened, I kind of listened very casually just to get my kind of first impression. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Was that a, was that the office? It sure was. Um, so she loves it so much that she she played the theme song to open each show during her first headlining tour. Uh, she's run into Angela Kinsey, who plays Angela on the show. Uh, posted a picture of them together on Instagram. Two days after this album was released, Kinsey congratulated her and commented on the sample in an Instagram post of her own. Later that year, Billboard sent Rain Wilson to her house to quiz her on trivia related to the show and she told him she has watched it 12 times oh, wow that is i i have never finished the series because oh, of the second yeah. i i suffer so much secondhand embarrassment because of michael scott i have i the last episode i have seen in sequence in the show was scott's tots oh, wow. because oh, i felt oh, so oh, bad <laughs> for everybody in that episode and i haven't been able to watch it past that so i love that this song samples from the threat level threat midnight, level midnight <laughs> which is such a good episode yeah so good um well this isn't an office podcast uh, uh this is <laughs> there's, a, there's but, like thirty thousand of those it's so. true uh but it's it was such a random choice for the song, um, especially since, you know, I, it seems to be a, about an addiction to a toxic person. <laughs> but, um, you know, when you love The Office, you got to you got to represent, you got to shout them out. You ready to, I, I love I that did, we went I, on that tangent. Yeah, no, I loved it. When I was when I finally figured out that that song was sampling Threat Level Midnight episode of The Office, I was like, hell yes, yeah, that's awesome. There's a whole crowd of people out there who need to learn how to do the scar. Yeah, the scar. <laughs> so good. Um, you know what else is good? The next track, track Bury number ten, "Bury a Friend," third single. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? 
This is a prime example of why I love her so much. This song is so weird. Yeah. Like everything about it. The 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 beats that they decide to use, that weird scream in the background, um, the fact that it's written from the perspective of the monster under her bed, which is where kind of the, you know, lucid dreaming and the night terrors come in. She suffers from sleep paralysis. Um but she's also said that the monster is her, uh, inevitably, because of the sleep paralysis. I mean, it's all, you know, coming out of her mind. The monster is not real. Um, as you've probably noticed, the album title comes from this song. Um, it's such a weird song, but I yeah, love it. That's, and that's what I love about it, is the weirdness. Yeah. I, yeah. I like the weird screeches. I like the, the, the guy in the background that... Talks once in a while. Uh-huh. That yeah. is a, a man named uh, Mehi Rain. Uh, oh, he's, okay. a, he's a London-based SoundCloud rapper. Um, and she said, I found Crooks. Uh, I don't know where Crooks comes from. Maybe it's a nickname. Through my Instagram comments. Then he kept tagging me in pictures of him. And each one had a caption like, where's Billy at? Over and over. I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Dude, it was so goofy. He was super funny. And I thought he was kind of cute. So I followed him. He has become one of my best friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty. Interesting. <laughs> it's a pretty great story. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add I on this song? No, no? no. Should we move uh, on? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Track number 11 then. Elo Milo. Okay, it's the seventh single. I have. It's really hard for me to think of any other album that has this many singles from it. That's a lot of singles, but hey. I didn't know how you were going to say that, but yeah. Elo Milo. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. to say about this one uh this is this is album filler for me oh that okay wow that's that i had actually in my notes was this is one of the few songs that was just kind of meh to me yeah i mean it was fine but it wasn't standout it wasn't yeah yeah you know it's uh, the only thing i have written down is that it, it it references a 2010 puzzle game where you have to unite two characters. One is named Elo, one is named Milo. Um, yeah, uh, she says the whole idea is the game 
the whole idea is the game. It's just like losing the person you love and then finding them again. So uh, I get some some like separation anxiety vibes okay, sure. from this song, but we can we can move on. I mean, right, it's it's yeah. it's not a standout track to me. Yeah. Track number twelve is called "Listen Before I Go." is another pretty song yeah um, that's exactly what i had in my notes <laughs> it's yeah it's really sad though um it's about suicide um so as as you know we use genius a lot on this podcast it's a really good source for you know research quotes you know it from is. the artists things like that um she's she's made public her struggles with depression uh, the song isn't necessarily about her life experience, but just could be an artifact of her songwriting process. She shared with Genius uh, that when writing, she often impersonates other people and other people's thoughts and problems. She said, you don't have to go through anything to write about it, or you can go through everything and write about something else. It's literally like telling a story. You can write about something you've done. You can write about something your friend's done or you want to do or you used to do or your mom's done. She's also uh, said... Um, in in live shows it's about depression and what can come out of depression which is not pretty good when this comes out i don't want it to break you down i want it to bring you to me and i don't know be like a mental hug i guess um so yeah i don't know she's she's got some some feelings yeah yeah, it's a a beautiful song the other the other thing that popped up in the uh, the song bio on the Genius page is that she says it's one of her favorite songs she's ever written in my life. And the thing that I found on just about every song on on the annotations in Genius is that she said that about like every song she's written. <laughs> so she's like, like, well, she just right. really <laughs> loves her really loves her music, and and that's okay. Sure. Um, so this track is the first in a sentence so the last three tracks on the album form a sentence we got listen before i go track number 13 is i love you track number 14 is goodbye um so yeah yeah pretty pretty cool pretty pretty song very sad song yeah yeah (laughs) well once you know you know the story yeah let's let's uh let's move it along to i love you It's not true Tell me I've been lied to 
this one Kirk I fucking love this song. yeah I seriously yeah I absolutely adore this song yeah I why really is that do. I just I mean it's it's a super slow song mm-hmm. it it really doesn't uh, kind of rise above where we are right now yeah and it's five minutes long but I don't know the sound of it I every time this uh, every time I listened I think and this song came on I was just like yeah, Man. this is the mood right I here. I would always say my only critique of like the end of this album right now is that you've got three songs in almost ten minutes, or actually more than ten minutes, that is very, very mellow. Yeah. So it, it can drag a little just because of that. I get it. But I mean, that's I just it. me nitpicking. So yeah. uh, this song, though. Oh, yep. yeah. It's so good. It features her brother on harmonies. That's Phineas, okay, that's actually, Phineas I, singing. I was going to say, I heard the... the background vocal yeah and wondered i i always love when um vocals double so you've got billy singing in a higher octave uh phineas singing in the lower octave they're singing the same note essentially i just i've always loved that sound um blue october does that a lot (laughs) i'm not like (laughs) i i shouldn't say a lot i've literally only heard that one famous song they had like 12 years ago but they do that i love it i love when pianos do it just about any instrument Um, sure it's just a really cool effect i think this is uh, the longest song on the album. It's uh, four and a half minutes, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, four, almost five minutes. Wow. Yeah. And I'll say, like, my enjoyment of it, I it didn't seem that long to me. Yeah. Seriously. It's a good one. Yeah. We're. I love it. We're almost to the end. This is the last track. Track number fourteen is called "Goodbye." Appropriate.
that's it. We uh, <laughs> yeah. we decided to play the whole track just because of yeah. how it's how it's put together. Um, Kirk, you probably noticed uh, the, the lyrics of the song. Did you notice the the pattern going on there? I I, I didn't. Sure. Uh, so the lyrics are a culmination of each song on the album in reverse order. Oh, so I had heard some of the lyrics and I was like, wait, that sounds like the uh, the good girls, or whatever, and. Did not notice. That. Isn't that clever? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so, dang it! I keep hitting the chord. <laughs> it sounds musical. <laughs> it's got a little, yeah, it's got a little yeah. note to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 getting around this new mic. Uh, I love it, but it's in my way sometimes. You're, you guys uh, are growing with us. Oh. Uh, anyway, Billy has confirmed that with an interview uh, with MTV. She said, "I don't like when albums just end." I don't like when a song just ends an album and then nothing feels like it's actually over. I really wanted something to feel like a finish line, to feel like a period at the end, you know. So the idea was to have that please don't leave me be right at the beginning. And then basically the rest of the song is every single song on the album starting from the bottom to the top. And then when it gets to the top, it just kind of dies down and it feels like it's a goodbye. It almost feels like an R.I.P. Oh, there you go. There's a fan theory uh, that it's the subject from Listen Before I Go who ultimately did jump from the roof. Um, and she or he is seeing their life flash before their eyes from most recent to the beginning. Huh. Um, it's a it's clever. It's a clever theory. And judging by the fact that um, all the good girls go to hell is about climate change. Um, <laughs> you might be, be right about that. Good, yeah, <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, yeah, Kirk, what okay. are your what are your final thoughts on the yeah, album? I it's kind of surprisingly because I would say modern pop music is not my jam normally, not something I would seek out for sure. But I enjoyed this. Yes, victory! <laughs> I really did. Nailed it this time, you guys. I, I did. nailed it. I, I really hope I didn't just mess up our levels with how excited <laughs> I was. All right. No, I was surprised. I I was a little, like I said in, I don't know if it was the last, ep- the, uh, couple episodes ago that uh, Tom York from Radiohead did kind of spur me on a little because he gave her a, a little shout out. And nothing's cool unless Tom York says it's cool. Oh, I wish I could do a, an accent. Like mm, <laughs> I've done better. Trust me. So, so yeah, I know. I honestly really enjoyed this album. Good. Okay. I'm glad because I love it too. And it's definitely an album I'm going to go back to. So, uh-huh. yes, definitely. I love it. Uh, what do you What are you putting on the playlist? Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> you. I, actually, I catch you off guard every single did, time. No, I did write down which song did I put that I said like best. Oh yeah, you should see me in a crown. All right. Yeah. Yes, you should see me in a crown is going on the playlist i do like that one you guys if you love what we're doing send us a voice message the link is in the episode description send us an email our inbox is looking pretty sad we haven't well that's not true i almost said we haven't had an email in a while but dennis did email us thanks dennis with some suggestions um we'd love to hear from you yeah especially you you foreign listeners how the hell did you find (laughs) us that's still a mystery. I actually, I heard from my friend in Ireland and she's like, I saw you tagged me on Facebook asking if it was me who uh, listened to you. Uh, it wasn't me, but I'm listening now. So yeah. that mystery still is not <laughs> solved. Um, we, we'd love to hear from you, uh, you know, if you're overseas or if you're stateside. Um, 
yeah so please tell us please tell us yeah. what you love what you don't love give us album suggestions i think we're gonna do uh an audience pick for our 10th episode that's uh i would I, love to yeah i would love to We've gotten some really good suggestions from you guys, so uh, you'll you'll definitely want to. That'd be a fun one to do. Yeah, you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. See see whose whose album we pick. Um, that's all All I got, Kirk. I think we I think we've said everything we need to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's let's wrap it up. Another one in the books. Another one Ah in the ah. books. Whoop whoop. What do you think, Alan? I think, I think we're. I think what? Prost. Like German for cheers. Oh, <laughs> I don't know German. Sorry. Prost. Prost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys yeah. next time.